common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. Joining us now to also talk about some other crazy things that are going on in the world. Uh, Tony Blinken, of course, the Secretary of State in China. And afterwards he says... Don't worry about the spy balloon. Don't worry about fentanyl. Don't worry about any of these problems. China, we forgive you. Let's just kind of move on and join us he to really, talk. No, he didn't say yeah, we forgive you. Well, no, what he basically said, worst Put it job. behind us. Put it behind no, us. No, chapter no, listen, closed. We don't want to chapter sound, closed. We don't want to sound like the other channels and, and make up stuff. No, okay? but this, actually, he said worse. Chapter closed, John. Chap, don't worry about it. Chapter uh, no, he closed. didn't say fentanyl, though. No, he said the chapter cl- is closed on the spy, the spy balloon. balloon. Didn't spy even balloon. bring up fentanyl. And didn't even bring up COVID. All right. okay. So now, let the record be that? clear. Like, yeah, even worse. Let's go now to Katie McFarland, of course, the former Deputy National Security Advisor. Katie, your reaction? Look, it is such a travesty that the American Secretary of State goes to China, and he really might have. A, he might as well have worn a T-shirt that said "Kick Me." Because the <laughs> Chinese treated him so badly. And remember, prior to his visit. The Chinese had who they really wanted to have, which is American billionaires, American investors, American bankers, American tech executives, and they rolled out the red carpet for those guys. And then when the American Secretary of State comes, the Chinese, they they have meetings, the American Secretary of State doesn't bring up the issues that you've just mentioned that he should have brought up, and he basically was on the apology tour. And then at the end of it, the Chinese um, president, he met with the Chinese president very briefly, very humbly. Um, and the Chinese president issued a statement saying, you know, the Americans get China policy wrong. They don't understand China. They don't understand they have a bad policy. And we really look forward to having better relations as soon as the Americans change. And then the American secretary of state gets up and he makes a mea culpa. And he says, well, we haven't changed our policy towards China, yada, yada, yada. But we do not support Taiwan independence. Now, to say that after he's just met with the Chinese leader, basically saying to Taiwan, you're on your own. We're not going to help you. Um, we'll sell you some weapons, but we're not really going to do anything to help your independence. Now, historically, and Rita, since you know you, you and I go back to Kissinger even, and when Kissinger and Nixon went to China, they said it had a very ambiguous policy, which was going to be the one China policy. Well, Anthony Binkley has just said, no, no. We're now saying that we're not going to do anything to help Taiwan, even if we weren't going to do it by saying it, it gives China an open house. Yeah, is that like a minor incursion line, KT McFarland? Yeah. No, it's much worse, <laughs> much worse, because the Chinese now know that America will do nothing to whatever China wants to do with regard to Taiwan. KT, it's Richard Weinberg. Wasn't Hi. It, how are you? Wasn't the, the issue strategic ambiguity? Wasn't that the whole strategy? Um, was the strategy was would they even meet with him? You mean no, no. Or, the whole the policy of not going out there and saying we're we're going to defend Taiwan or we're not going to defend Taiwan or Taiwan is independent. It's not. It was to be strategically ambiguous to keep our, yeah. our, our gambits open. Yeah, I mean it's all about deterrence. You don't want them to take Taiwan, but you don't want to have to go to war over it. And so by being deliberately ambiguous, the Chinese have to think. Well, maybe. Maybe the Americans wouldn't get involved, but maybe they would. So, you know, maybe it's just a little too hard for us to do. So we'll, we'll put it off or we'll do it later. We'll deal with it later. But by coming out right, coming out and saying it, 
what it basically says is you do whatever you want with Taiwan. And the reason Taiwan is such an issue is because all the microprocessing chips are made in Taiwan. And because if China controls Taiwan, they control the whole Western Pacific and the South China Sea. So it's not just China and some kind of historical ambitions that China has. They're, they're very real uh, military, trade, and financial reasons that China wants Taiwan and that we should hope that Taiwan doesn't become fall under China's influence in the same way Hong Kong has done. And uh, Craig Eaton, you just have a minute left. Go ahead. Katie, this is Craig Eaton. Um, my concern is it sent the wrong message, Blinken, going there. I mean, he went there, he said, to stabilize badly deteriorated U.S.-China ties. Yet what all China has done to us, I mean, we shouldn't be going there to stabilize. We should be going there to send a message. We shouldn't have gone there in the first place. But, but if we're going to go, know. we need we need to tell them the problems that we're having, not just go there and, and make nice. I mean, yeah, and have a photo opportunity. Yeah, exactly. We basically yeah. gave up Taiwan for a photo opportunity. Yeah. Um, what wow. we should have done was to go and say, okay, so here's what America's going to do. We're going to invest in research and development. We are going to control the technologies of the future. We are going to rebuild our infrastructure. We are going to push for American energy, not only American energy independence, but American energy dominance. We never went there with a plan. The plan was just to sort of bow down and take whatever the Chinese gave us. Instead of going to say, we're going to fix our economy, we're going to be a strong nation, we're going to rebuild our military, and we're going to make sure we have a military presence in the South China Sea, which is one of the world's most important trade routes. We didn't do any of that. KT, thank you for standing up and and being counted, and uh, we love you, and uh, we'll catch up with you again real soon. Always a pleasure, John. Thank Thank you, you. and thank you all. Bye. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.